welcome to the Word on Wednesday podcast for June 17. My name is John Mason, and I'm glad you could join us today. Following a reading from Psalm 86, we'll turn to prayer, led by Catherine Jacob and Andrew Pearson. Prayers are from an Australian prayer book, 1978. Catherine Jacob will then bring us a Bible reading from the New Revised Standard Version. Andrew's the Dean, Senior Minister of the Cathedral Church of the Advent, Birmingham, Alabama, and Catherine is a member of the ministry team there. Music is also from the Cathedral, under the direction of Dr. Frederick Teardew and Zachary Hicks. In these troubled times, a reading from Psalm 86, a prayer of King David. Incline your ear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am devoted to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for to you do I cry all day long. Gladden the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. For you, O Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call on you. Give ear, O Lord, to my prayer. Listen to my cry of supplication. In the days of my trouble I call on you, for you will answer me. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. All the nations you have made shall come and bow down before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O Lord, that I may walk in your truth. Give me an undivided heart to revere your name. Let us pray in the words of the prayer that our Lord Jesus taught. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. A prayer for today. Lord God, the unfailing helper and guide, of those whom you bring up in your steadfast fear and love. Keep us, we pray, under the protection of your good providence, and give us a continual reverence and love for your holy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for all in authority. Almighty God, the fountain of all goodness, we humbly pray you to bless all who hold positions of authority and public office in every land so that all things, especially in these uncertain times, may be ordered in wisdom, righteousness, and peace, to the honor of your holy name and the good of your church and people, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for everyone in need. O God, creator and preserver of all people, we humbly pray for all sorts and conditions of men and women, that you would be pleased to make your way known to them, your saving power among all nations. Especially we pray for the welfare of your church, 
that we all may be guided and governed by your good spirit, so that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. We commend to your fatherly goodness all who are in any way afflicted or distressed with any kind of sickness or sorrow, anxiety or need. Especially we pray for family, friends, those who are known to us. Lord, we particularly pray for your comfort for those who are grieved by the loss of loved ones at this time. We pray for the ongoing research into a vaccine and cure for COVID-19. We also pray for the many who are out of work. Give wisdom and compassion to leaders, enabling them to facilitate an effective economic recovery and so provide opportunity for work for everyone. Lord, we also pray for those who are in physical, mental, or emotional danger at this time. Father, may it please you to comfort and relieve them according to their needs, giving them patience in their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. All this we ask for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. A prayer for peace. God of the nations, whose kingdom rules over all, have mercy on our broken and divided world. Shed abroad your peace in the hearts of all people and banish from them the spirit that makes for conflict, so that all races and people may learn to live as members of one family and in obedience to your laws. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. A reading from the letter of Paul the Apostle to the Colossians, chapter 1, verses 9 through 14. For this reason, since the day we heard it, we have not ceased praying for you and asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding, so that you may lead lives worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him, as you bear fruit in every good work and as you grow in the knowledge of God. May you be strong with all the strength that comes from his glorious power, and may you be prepared to endure everything with patience while joyfully giving thanks to the Father, who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In these troubled times, what guidance does the Bible give us on the subject of prayer? Let's consider... Paul the Apostle's prayer for God's people in Colossae. He was writing when Rome's power was supreme. It was an age preoccupied with entertainment and plagued by alcoholism and gambling. It was sexually permissive, and slavery with all its abuses was rampant. What we often forget is that the gospel of Jesus Christ triumphed for good in that world without resorting to arms. 
Paul's prayer of thanks to God, with which he had begun his letter, gives way to petition in verse 9. He asks God that the Colossian believers may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. As part of his thanks, Paul had just expressed his excitement that God's good news was growing throughout the world. And yet as he now prays for God's people, he prays for their growth in spiritual maturity. Why? Would this assist gospel growth in the world? Let me repeat his request, that you may be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. The word spiritual here refers to the Holy Spirit. In thanking God for the believers in Colossae, Paul linked the gospel truth and the work of the Spirit. And now as his prayer continues, he prays that the Spirit will bring the Colossians into a rich personal knowledge of God. This knowing God is not filled out through human reasoning or emotions. Rather, it is because God has revealed Himself through His Son and by the Holy Spirit. Spiritual wisdom begins when the Spirit awakens our minds to God and all His power and glory. But we also need the Spirit to open our minds and teach us God's purposes so that we can live wisely in a fallen, fragmented world. And as we come to understand God, we will see that His ways stand in stark contrast to the self-serving human philosophies and lust for power that we see throughout history such as gave rise to totalitarian extremes last century and the death of countless millions. But Paul's prayer is not for a dry religious intellectualism unrelated to life. His prayer continues, So that you may lead lives worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, as you bear fruit in every good work. There is a significant link between our growth in knowing God and our lifestyle. We're not simply to adopt the values and lifestyle of the culture in which we find ourselves. Rather, we are to lead lives worthy of the Lord. And notice we'll want to live wholeheartedly for the Lord, fully pleasing Him. As we come to know God better, we will understand that He has made us in His image to experience the full joys of a vital, trusting relationship with Him. From the depths of our hearts, we'll want to honour Him, in every part of our life. Furthermore, Paul prays that with this understanding of God, our lives will bear fruit in every good work. A Christian friend of mine once told me that he begins each day with a prayer, Lord, what good things have you prepared for me to do today? Growing in the knowledge of God, Paul continues. We are growing organisms not robots that have come off the end of the gospel assembly line. As we grow in our understanding and experience of living with God, He will enable us to discern His purposes in the complexities of life. How important it is, therefore, that we adopt a diet of regular Bible reading and are involved in a church that faithfully teaches the Bible. Now you may be thinking, this is all very wonderful, but how can I do it? Paul anticipates our question and continues, May you be strong with all the strength that comes from God's glorious power, and may you be prepared to endure everything with patience and with joy.
He prays that God will equip us with the mentality that tackles the tough issues of life and the stamina to persevere. He asks that we will have the resolution and the determination to stay in the marathon of godly living. Paul well knows that it's one thing to start, but another to finish. And so he prays that God's people will have the capacity to survive stressful times with wisdom, overcome insult with composure, and most of all, know that God can be trusted to be working out His all-wise and all-good purposes, even when the unexpected occurs. Joyfully giving thanks to the Father, he continues, Not to thank God is to fail to understand the magnitude and the depth of God's love when He brought us from the rule of darkness to the kingdom of His beloved Son. God has brought His people from darkness and into the kingdom of the most powerful, righteous, and kindest of all kings, Jesus Christ, His Son, our Lord. Surely our only true response must be one of joy and gratitude. We'll want to sing. Indeed, as we grow in the riches of God's love, and as we walk in His ways, God will use our increasingly evident new lifestyle to draw others to the good news under which we now live. So let's pray for growth as we walk joyfully with the Lord. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.